Hi everyone, you're listening to Grown Up. I'm Laura Blair. And I'm Abby Blaze. Perhaps you're here because you're trying to navigate your way through 21st century adulthood, or maybe you accidentally clicked on our podcast because you're so tired that you can't think straight. That's okay because we have a solution to your sleep problems. That's right. This week we're talking about sleep. Today we're discovering what to do to combat insomnia, which I have it loads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asking how much sleep do we really need and hopefully learning why Abby and I get sleep paralysis. Now today's extraordinarily ordinary guest is the extremely well-spoken Max Kirsten, who is hypnotherapist to the stars. We're going to ask Max to introduce himself because we won't do him justice, but in a nutshell, Max uses NLP and hypnosis to help people to overcome addictions, anxiety and insomnia. And he has helped Adele, Ewan McGregor, Liam Payne and Tom Hardy to quit smoking. Quite intense. That's, yeah. a, that's a big lineup. Yeah, and I feel that if he's Must good enough good. for them, then he's good enough for us and as, hopefully be able to help. Firstly, as if Adele smoked. I know, with that fantastic voice. Um, I mean... <laughs> I read, potentially, he also worked with David Cameron, but we don't know if it's true or not. Ooh, yeah. quite a lineup. so potentially very good at what he does. Yeah, if it's good enough for them, it's got to be good enough for us, right? Also, we think Max is actually going to hypnotise us today. Yeah. And you guys can join in and listen to this before you go to bed so you can sleep better. But I have been told to warn you that if you're driving, don't listen. <laughs> yeah, when it gets to the end, we'll give you a little warning. In case like, you snooze off. Yeah, because it's so powerful like what he does. Oh, I, wonder, a coma. I wonder if you could help me like get rid of my arachnophobia. Well, yeah, I think he can. I he does deals with all sorts. He can make you thin. I wonder if he could... that you need hip- that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he could hypnotise men to fall in love with me. That would be good. I'm struggling. I wonder if you can, but I know it's like not ethical to like You manipulate. must love Laura. You must be kind. <laughs> you must have a sense of humour. You must text back. <laughs> <laughs> you must I- just be reasonable. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> just be available and open just be and honest. honest. Anyway, we're... Getting onto the love topic. Um, So yeah, (laughs) shall we bring him in today? Yes. Thank you for coming on our podcast today. Thanks for having me, Laura. If you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, well, my my name is Max Kirsten and I am a sleep coach. I'm also a hypnotherapist and I've just written a book on sleep. See, I've... I really struggle with my sleep. That's why I was like, yes, we need to get yeah, him on. Yeah. I'm struggling with insomnia for years. Really? But I've, no, I've never heard of hypnotherapy and stuff. So what is it exactly that you do? Okay, well, how's your sleep as well, Abby? What's your oh, horrendous. Hers is worse horrendous. than mine. Worse, yeah. Because I do, like, I work night shifts, but they switch around. Uh. So, and I work in the daytime too. Okay. So I'm always trying to switch between body pa- patterns and I'm just like all over the place. But we both bad. struggle from sleep paralysis as well. Oh yeah. yeah that's okay. what we, yeah, we really want to so get onto that. We're literally the worst we? people for sleeping. And, and I've heard that sleep is better than Botox, right? Well, you know, it is. It, it, it really can be wonderful. Uh, enough of it. Too much, not so good. Not enough, not so good. There's a, mid, there's a middle point, mm. which we should all be going for. But again, depends... Whether you're, you know, what age, if you're a teenager, if you're in your 20s. In fact, we, our sleep changes as we get older. Mine's got worse. Okay. Got Can I assume you're in your, are you in your 20s? No, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> we like him. Okay. Like 30s. 32. Okay, well, all right. So, so despite your, your, your Extreme age. less than kind lifestyle... Yeah, it's been kind to you despite. So, so all right, Thank but you. surfaces so surfaces can be deceptive. So let's just. So let's, did you say you have sleep paralysis? Yeah, yeah. not often. Uh, it can be quite scary. Oh, petrified, especially yeah? the first right, time. We, 
the first time, well, not the first time, one of the times I had it, my friend just passed away and I hallucinated him at the end of the bed. I mm. couldn't wake up. I was like, <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. I never get to bed before midnight, ever. When do you wake up? I work for myself, so I always get eight hours, but I never get it before. At one or two o'clock is my bedtime, which okay. I don't like, but it just is the way. Is it healthier to have sleep before? Because there's an old wives' tale, isn't there? That two hours, be an hour before 12 is like two hours after or something. Like the equivalent, like it's better to go to bed early because is this a, how you is sleep. Is this a fib? Well, I put it this way. I think there are many smart sayings. A stitch in time saves nine. <laughs> However, no idea what you just said. Well, you know, if, you've got a, if you've got a hole in your garment, you know, if you mend it now, it'd be better than letting it get bigger the hole, and then you need nine stitches. That's an easy. All oh, right, one. okay. Okay, you've never heard that. <laughs> no. Oh well, you know, different. Generation. I always say these things, and everyone's like, "What?" Because I think my mum makes them up. Well, if you know, to get your beauty sleep, which is a, <laughs> a thing that I value more and more. I used to think sleep was really a waste of time, really inconvenient. I mean, I don't know how Were you grew up. Sleep therapist. As, as, well, I know. As a as a child, I grew up being told if I was bad, that's it. You're going to your bed. Yeah. It's a place of punishment. It's not. It's my favourite place. Well, it is for you. I used to think, oh. So you know, when I got the chance to go out and stay out late, mm. of course I did. And you know, when we're young, teenagers, and so forth. And you're in your immortal phase, so it actually means you can kind of do it. You're resilient. You can sort of pull an all-nighter and sort of push through. And yeah, and it's so great because you're young. I was saying this the other day. I don't go out anymore. And I went out, 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 out on Saturday night, and I was like, I can't do it. That's like I did in my twenties. It's like a hangover is a five-day experience now, and like past two o'clock, I was like, I need to my bed. <laughs> well, that's right. So whereas in my early twenties, I was like up all night, could do it again the next night. I mean, I, I, before I became a sleep coach, have a sort of, you know, a, a, had a life, you know, a different life. And I, and I, I was out, you know, every weekend and, and, and pushed through quite often until the next day. I thought it was the way to do it. I mean, I just thought I was having more fun and, and, and it, I could do it. Uh, and I didn't really know that there was a prize tag. Um, but I think that I needed more pick-me-ups, more things to get me through the week. I live for the weekend. Mm. And, I mean, that's great. If you, you know, if you don't like your job, you live for the weekend in order to party, right? So yeah. that's completely understandable. But I think that eventually, we'd, we, I wasn't taught the importance of sleep. I'd never heard of the circadian rhythm. I'd never heard... Is it circadian? Circadian. I was saying circadian earlier. Well, you can be circadian. <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> you said. Well, it, circadian you went, rhythm. That? I'd never heard of it, and and it really is to do with the the the, the sunrise and sunset, and that nature animals respond to to the light of the day, and they're meant to sleep in the night, unless mm-hmm. of course. If you're historically in, before the invention of the light bulb and perhaps living very wild in the country and not knowing where your next meal is going to be, then you need to be able to stay up all night to hunt until you find a meal. Or else you're going to, you know, but then you can make it up when you've eaten. Mm. So there are times when we, when we need to stay up all night for survival. But for normal existence, 
our bodies work best, our brains work best when we wake in the morning, preferably to the sunrise. And, and we have, believe it or not, got uh, a system that links with our eyes that allows you to unconsciously, there's a clock within your brain called something called the suprachiasmatic nucleus. What? SCN, <laughs> it's the size of a pea in your brain. It's not to be pea brain, but this pea in your brain is being receiving the signals from your eye as well as your vision, what you see, the light amount in the day is going through the optic nerve and into the into this signal to this suprachiasmatic nucleus, and it's picking up that. <laughs> and if it knows that, it also knows when the evening is, and in the evening it knows when to release the chemicals that you're meant to have in order to sleep. I don't think I have that. Mine's like the the evening. Gone. Well, it <laughs> gets confused up. if we aren't getting enough real light. So yeah. you see, real light yeah. is not this. Yeah. This is not real light. This is an imitation of sunlight. Mm. And imitations of sunlight don't give you quite as much. So would I need. sleep better? Would I get my sleeping pattern bad on track if I didn't have blackout blinds? Well, it's interesting. That's a good question. Um, so is it, un- is it unhealthy to... So, For instance, myself, I go to bed at 2, 3, wake up at 10, 11. Is that an unhealthy... Would I be better trying to change it to 10 till 7 or whatever? Why are you going to bed at 2, 3? I used to work in the nightclubs, so okay. when I was going for uni, I used to work okay. every night, so that's when my brain came awake, so I just haven't got rid of that, so I haven't worked in the nights for like five Does years. Your, can your sleep pattern like completely change? Like You know, like Laura's done it for years, I've done it for years, mine's confusing, but you did it for years, didn't you? Does your... Is, is she kind of broken now? No. <laughs> broken, I fixed it. You're, you're, well, let's just say your slightly broken sleep pattern is self-healing, if you create the right conditions. Mm. I, I would say I'm an insomniac. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about insomnia in, 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 as, we, as we progress. But in answer, I think, to your question is that it's not permanent, your pattern, but it's a pattern you've developed. Habits become mm. quite entrenched. Mm. Is it unhealthy? If you're getting... No. I, would, I think look, if you are getting um, roughly eight hours sleep a night, and, and there's a myth of eight hours that we have to have eight hours. I get um, eight or nine. I'm good. Well, <laughs> you know, I think eight or nine is absolutely brilliant, but it's not good for everyone. And more than nine is almost as bad as less than yeah, seven. Yeah, tell me that more than nine means you could get Alzheimer's. It can lead like to... Screwed. Sometimes it can make 12. you depressed. It can make you appear slightly drunk and accident-prone. Oh, Too much sleep a lot. Can, <laughs> can actually lead to, believe it or not, an earlier death. Oh Shit. my god! Yeah, I'm not too much problem. sleep is is actually not particularly good. It's fine if you've had surgery with injury or you know. But, but, you know if Do you, you die sooner if you don't sleep enough? Again, there's various schools of now. thought. There's research that says not. You know, a lot of people are extremely paranoid about not getting enough sleep because yeah. they're fearing health problems. Yeah, I think that people do get health problems from not getting enough sleep. But there's no, believe it or not, there's no real evidence that says that you're more likely to die early because you don't, if you get under six hours, it's, <laughs> you know, obviously, but some people do get cancers and more Alzheimer's and dementia yeah, from Thatcher. lack of sleep. Or, well, that was a lack of sleep, ladies. So, yeah. you know, some people think they, they can do it, but eventually they discover there's often a price tag. 
I heard a myth or a story that your body has a cycle that mends itself. So at between 10 and 11, this could be a complete myth. I've just heard okay, it. Listen. Between 10 and 11, like your heart like regenerates. Between 11 and 12, like your liver regenerates. So if you miss that hour, you don't regenerate. In your sleep. Well, I'm learning all the time. I'm always reading things. Um, I have seen things that sort of roughly fit that, you know, the, the 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 stages of sleep, different things happen in the body and the brain. Um, but I, 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 I think that if you go to bed at 12, just because you read something about it, it's better to go to bed at 10. If you're getting your seven to eight hours sleep at night, um, if that's really the pattern you want to live by and you're going to get up at, you know, eight or nine in the morning, if you can, if you haven't got to be somewhere, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. What's wrong with that? I think, you know, we don't all have to live to the same um, gong. What's your advice to someone who does, like, shift work where where your sleep pattern changes all the time? Do you know anything about, like, the impact of, like, doing it for years and years? Because um, I feel like I'm going insane. <laughs> it's probably because you feel that you are, you are. But the, 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 look, I think it's really difficult for people who work shift work, whether you're in the you know, in the medical profession. Yeah, my sister's a doctor and sh- her, she tough. does night shifts to day shifts and just yeah. watching her, I feel like she's going to lose the plot. It I makes think it's very, very tough. I think it's not a lifestyle that you really want to do for a very long time. Mm. I think that the long-term effects grow. Mm. Uh, there are times, look, if you're learning to be, if you're practicing to be a doctor, you're expected to do quite a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, better if it is shifts better to work shifts than it is to just work purely at night and to yeah. sleep in the day because it's very difficult to get enough of real sunlight to get the benefits of real sunlight for How good health you ever see the sun that's why tell it, by it, pale it, it, it would be good so for example to get lots of sunshine on holidays and preferably if it's alternating it's every other week or whatever the, the shift is it would be very good whenever possible to um, to time punch you know to get lots of real sunlight in the mornings whenever you can okay um, so go stand outside stand, stand in the garden <laughs> you know, get a flat with a balcony <laughs> get skin cancer but. Well, well, in a way yes <laughs> really, it really will help you yeah. when it comes to shift work I totally think that um, having blackout blinds is going to be essential and earplugs probably because yeah. actually trying to sleep in the daytime is so much harder because everybody's up mm. everyone's honking impatient yeah, there's no, traffic no noise there's everything and if you sleep with the window open it's even worse so yeah. you know to get a good pair of you know there's some really good earplugs you can get now that are sort Ooh, of well, I need yeah. some. <laughs> well there's a bunch of different ones that I recommend in my book but I would say that oh, yeah, the book. some Talk of the best the ones that I have found uh, one of my favourites is uh, called Sleep with Three E's Oh. And they are amazing. They're, they are probably the best noise cancelling earplugs I've found. There's, there's the standard one. They're not cheap. They're about thirty quid or something. That's fine. And That's a good night's sleep. The, the I was pros, looking at some for like really two hundred. I thought you were going to say like three hundred quid. No, no, but, but they're only mm-hmm. earplugs. But they, go, you know, and they do knock out a lot of noise. So much so that I wouldn't hear the alarm clock or the dust. You know, really? the, the but I, then I get scared. Wasn't I? Was one of I've got earplugs well, in. I feel like I'm going to get attacked. If you live alone, if you live alone and you have. Um, uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, having earplugs in is not. Having fun, earplugs so. is going to be challenging. 
Yeah, because I definitely have had that. Where I you're like, alone. you can't hear or, or move. But I mean, you know, if you live alone, the first thing you've obviously got to make sure is probably that you just know that you've locked the front door. And <laughs> yeah, but locked. do you not think that if you had sleep paralysis, you had you'd start fire. thinking about the front door and like convince yourself you, that it wasn't locked? I think you probably locked. would. I think you probably would. And I, I Someone's think, come I, in. I think that's it's a trade-off, isn't it? You need to have a have a significant other. A partner, someone who's there who doesn't wear earplugs. I'm working on it, Max. (laughs) I have one, so I'm I'm good for that. (laughs) So my problem is my bed feels like the most uncomfiest place in the world for about three hours every night. So I'll go to bed about 12 and not sleep until 3 or 4. And it'll be so uncomfy. I'll have a bad back. My head will hurt. But then in the morning, it's like heaven. I do not want to leave. It's like the comfiest place in the world. Well, that's probably because you're... I mean, I, look, I, I, I let's talk about beds sleep. and what position. Do you, what's your side, front, back? What is your favourite side position? I like to lie on in? my back so I don't get wrinkles. So I start right. off on my back, <laughs> okay. and then I hate this position because you know you get this wrinkle here. Yeah. So I, I try not try to, to do that. But wrinkles. that would I would be a side sleeper. I would, you would love be if it wasn't for the wrinkle idea. And I, my position is on my stomach, but I feel like stomach I need, seems like you're going to suffocate. No, stomach is the wrinkle. The worst wrinkle position is it? I've looked at says that actually sleeping on your side is better than on your back. Even though I've read lots of articles that sleeping on your back is the best, you don't get wrinkles, gravitational yeah. pull. It's, it's the way to I sometimes sleep. wake up with lines on my face. <laughs> uh, it's it's the worst off. for anyone who has uh, breathing difficulties to sleep on the back. It leads oh, to yeah. snoring. Snoring's the worst on the back. When sleep goes wrong, and I don't see anybody for their good sleep although sometimes I've had a few people who want to improve their sleep it's unusual mostly it's insomnia yeah um, people have either um, the kind of anso- insomnia that is either from a situational acute it's called which is going to be to do with an event their partner left them they lost their job something happened uh, a health scare this kind of thing can lead to sleeplessness yeah and um, that usually improves when the when the life situation changes improves yeah. you sort out that the sleep improves but some people become traumatized by not sleeping um, to the degree that they then fear that happening again so they have, it's like a, it's like a little trauma. People who I have sometimes dread going to sleep because I know it's just going to be a painful experience. Right. Well, there yeah. you are. There's a nice negative setup, right? There. <laughs> I'm like a bit I don't like think. Oh, bedtime. I'm like, oh. Sleep dread. I'm yeah. a bit like that. Like I take that's a long the, time to go to bed. You've got as well. starting to sound more and more like an insomnia that you're saying that because that that means that you're going to bed with creating the wrong chemicals for sleep. Yeah. Mm. So there's a, there's a a little another part of the brain. <laughs> That's the size of an almond. Oh, oh got yeah. pea and an almond in there. <laughs> and the almond piece is, is this, is called the amygdala. It is monitoring um, not light, which is what the other one is through the eyes. It's monitoring whether or not you thinking are a, a, a safe by your thoughts. So, for example, real or imagined, if you imagine there's a threat, it activates the defense safety system. So if you're worrying about something that might happen tomorrow, it mm. doesn't know that tomorrow is coming. It thinks, because you're thinking about it, that it's happening now. Right. And it therefore will release all the chemicals associated with survival. Things like adrenaline, cortisol. So when you, if it's monitoring your thoughts, 
you kind of have to be quite careful what you think about because yeah, but you can't always control that can you well it's difficult well, it feels like you can't I find listening to an audiobook really helps me because for that reason takes you away yeah. from your thinking yeah but sometimes why meditations sometimes one, I right? can't even concentrate on the audiobook though it's a, only Harry Potter that sends me to sleep well, thank heavens for Harry Potter. I've listened to it about <laughs> ten times. Yeah, you could be like a Harry Potter character. I can imagine you in a Harry Potter film. Can I? You've got like a wizard vibe. Probably I take that as a great It sounds like compliment. a really offensive comment, doesn't it? No, it's a great compliment. I'll take that all day long. All night long. The voice long, is a bit like Snape's voice, I think. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like it. it could yeah. be, if you were doing an audiobook, we could cast you as Snape. I, I am Snape. <laughs> I could be. So does so that does that answer? So people who have the fear of not sleeping create the chemicals that make it almost impossible to sleep. Okay. So, so think positive thoughts before you go to bed. So it really helps. Control. Difficult so to hypnotherapy. Do. Right. Yes. Does that is that about changing the way that your brain thinks? What is hypnotherapy? It is an altered state very similar to the hypnagogic and hypnopompic states of falling asleep and waking up, that half-in, half-out state. Okay. So it's very familiar. We all do it. Daydreaming in the day. I know. daydream so much. I don't. Probably more than you realise. You know. <laughs> I'm a daydreamer. Like I could sit on a train for two hours purely just daydreaming, and oh. it will, I'll get lost in it. Well, there you are. So in the way that we do that naturally... Uh, hypnotherapy or hypnosis I don't particularly like the word but hypnosis you know, is, is the state where in a controlled way you're reaching that point of half in half out it's controlled use of daydream and we're very receptive receptive to to suggestible to ideas no one has control over us but if it's something you want to achieve in this state you can make an important decision or someone can help you to visualize or imagine how you want to be. And if you do it in that state, you're more likely to end up becoming it, doing it, than if you don't think that way. Because if you can't imagine it, you're probably not going to become it. Yeah. Before we get into hypnotherapy, I want like... Come back to that, shall yeah. yeah. At the end. Like three good tips on how to sleep. Like uh, sleep hygiene, maybe. Okay. Well, let's start with sleep hygiene in a minute, and then let's like talk about... I like sleep hygiene. No, well, let's turn it the other way around. Okay, so we used to, before the electric light bulb was invented, electricity was invented, TV, for us, was staring into a fire. Oh, those days. The logs, the fire, the looking at the embers. That was TV. Very relaxing, hypnotic, very mm. trance-inducing. That was TV. And gradually, as it got darker, and the logs went down, it got cooler, and then we turned to bed, and you know that was how it was. And we'd wi- we didn't usually have blackout curtains, and we'd wake with the sun streaming through the Sounds windows lovely. at four in the morning, and then we'd go out to the fields or go hunting or do what we had to do to. If find that bit doesn't sound good. No, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough, but that's how it. That's how it was in those days, and then now. We don't get enough light in the morning. Is mobile phones the worst thing to keep you awake? It's the worst. But So start with just being indoors all day. If you wake up and you don't get in the sunlight Mm -hmm. and you're living beneath light bulbs, you don't get enough sunlight. If you actually don't go outside. Even if you go outside and you're wearing dark glasses and then you get in a car and then you get out of a car and go into a building and it's all electric light. So Max, are you telling me you need to get a puppy and go walk it? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> or, ta- or, car- or, shell, or carry a cat. <laughs> carry a cat. <laughs> and then when you've done enough light, half an hour, an hour every morning, you've already improved your chances of deep, good sleep. Just that in the morning. That's a setup for sleep. Okay. And at the end of the day, and all day long, everyone's indoors going through scrolling, swiping uh, left and right, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you're doing. Uh, and then that's another of the problems because these devices, even your computer screens, um, are usually too bright. Even even if you've got the night shift or the one on the Android it's yeah. switched on, it's usually... The blue light thing. Why would you have it so dim? Bright, bright, bright. So you can, even though the blue light's not, it's bright, so you can see it. Yeah. This is going in and confusing your brain. Yeah. It doesn't make I think that's my main problem. I don't switch off from... Because I work in social media, I'm constantly switched mm. on. But if you're tweeting, following, swiping, clicking, overstimulating your mind... How's the brain supposed to know it's bedtime? Yeah. And like when I can't sleep at two o'clock in the morning, I'll roll over and like check my email and do my Instagram. Well, and all right, so let's talk about sleep hygiene. Now we've talked yeah. about some of the, c- the classic culprits. Yes, we've eliminated caffeine. It takes six to eight hours so to leave the I body. I do that. Mm. So I don't, I need to not have a cup of tea, right? If you're going to bed at what time? Like I try at 12 or 1. Okay. Rarely happen First piece yeah. of advice, and I do this, set your alarm to go to bed really okay. okay one of the keys for good good sleep look if if you're an insomniac it's a different conversation to if you're quite a good sleeper you know if you're quite a good sleeper a little nap in the daytime is very good but if you've been I treated like if you like a nap well yeah. you would do because you're sleep deprived and that's it's a <laughs> wonderful thing 10 minutes shut eye even if you're not asleep mm. is wonderful and restorative for okay you. so if you're lying in bed at night and you can't sleep Maybe it's good to think you've got your eyes closed, so it's better than nothing. Correct. Instead of getting hysterical and looking at the clock the yeah. whole time, going, I've, got to, be, I've got to be off. I've, got, I've got three hours if I sleep in five minutes. This is making you worse. <laughs> so so the, the hysteria about not sleeping also causes not sleeping. Yes. But making up, you can nap. Insomniacs probably, when being treated, shouldn't nap. But again, there's two schools for thought. So I would say that the best approach is regularity. Try to go to bed, ideally, at the same time every night, taking into account that you want to get seven and a half to eight hours, on average, per night. Mm -hmm. Women need more sleep than men. Really? I can't wait to tell my boyfriend that. Really? Why is that? Well, there are a number of reasons. Women need more research. It's not me saying this. The research has shown that... Because we do more. (laughs) It's pretty much... You have to do more on more levels. Your brain operates... Has had to historically operate on more levels at the same time. And therefore, you need half an hour. Yeah, because women multitask and men don't. Well, I can't <laughs> Men so I haven't can't had to. Some men do it very well because they run companies, they have staff, they work on yeah. different levels and they can. But most men operating on a mono level. I'm on that level. Whereas, <laughs> whereas I don't think you are. But whereas, <laughs> whereas men generally, women are multiple all the time, whereas men, you know, are, and then being mono is the average for most men. I and love that. Is that like science? Because I've noticed this that is, a this lot. This is what mm. sleep studies have shown. <laughs> And so you do need more sleep, Mm -hmm. and but getting more sleep is 
not as easy as we as we know. Yeah. So, so, but you do need more, and it's more restorative. And if you don't get enough, apart from physiological issues, um, I mean, not getting enough sleep can affect your immune system. It can affect your metabolism. Sleeping on your back is rather wonderful, unless you snore. And it makes you snore. It can cause problems, but good for gravity. I would argue that if you're sleeping enough sleep, your good sleep doesn't matter if you're sleeping on your back or your side, because you know the the, the elastic quality of your skin that comes from sleep, enough sleep, mm. is um, uh, uh, is there enough that sleeping on your side, the benefits outweigh that. Which is that all mammals, all creatures sleep with their heads on their sides for the cerebral spinal fluid cleaning process to be optimized. Oh, wow. So sleeping on your side, I would argue, is more important than the the benefits of slowing down or, you know, skin aging. Yeah. So not to worry about the pillow. <laughs> Get a get a good pillow <laughs> that silk, means a silk pillowcase. If you get the right, so kind don't of buy pillow. him a pillow from Wilco's. Go a bit market. Don't go to cost cutters or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tip number one. Yeah, so get the right pillow. Nice. In pillow. terms of your bed, side sleep. Bed. Side sleep. In terms of your bed, I don't know where did you get it. It came with the flat. It came with the flat. You get what you get. I've got a spongy mattress thing, that a mattress topper, and then I've got a, well, du- that's a bit better. I've got a duvet. With the sheet over the top of it, so I've got a du- warm enough. So, yeah, it's lovely. Except lovely. when you get in it for three hours. Yeah. Is it too hard? Too soft? It's lovely and it's comfy. I just yeah. have this issue that when I go to sleep at night, it's like now is the time when I think about everything. Yeah, I do. Right, that. So, so let's talk. Do you find it hard to fall asleep? Yeah, I find it hard to switch. But on. you're all right once you're asleep, aren't on. you? It sounds like once you're asleep, oh, you do a nice sleep. I'm out. She messaged me the other day. Oh, I've just had twelve hours sleep, and I was like. She messaged me right as soon as you can get Alzheimer's. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, well, you're going to well, get Alzheimer's, aren't you? If you do it occasionally, it's fine. <laughs> I would love for that. I'd if love a 12 hours sleep. If you're getting, you know, 9 to 12 hours of sleep every night, I would be worried. Okay. I do, re- I reckon 8 is short sleep for me. Really? Mm. I don't, I work Does it myself. not vary a lot from person to person? Like, Look, Laura might be fine with Look, that, and then... Laura might be fine in nine hours. <laughs> Just probably Those depending on you. <laughs> Only time will tell. Well, I, I w- if it's really more than nine hours, I'd maybe start to look at whether that is normal or, or it is your normal. You know, people who have insomnia dread going to sleep. They're not tired because they're, they're, hy- they're, they're hypervigilant. They're dreading lying in that bed tortured tonight. It's me, it's me. Mm. And then you're going to lie there a lot of the time in racing mind syndrome having your mind going around yeah, like a washing machine that's me yeah, yeah. Well, actually one of the things that women have more than men <laughs> I swear yeah I swear men no offence to men because I know that not every man's the same but I feel like men don't think as much as women oh no my boyfriend's just like fine and he's like yeah the, and then he says to me I have not slept and I was like I lay there and watched you, you sleep, sleep. The, I know someone that literally will put their head on the pillow and be like <sighs> I'm like, how have you done that? It's like from it, well, a minute ago I was talking to you and now you're in like deep sleep. Deep sleep as well. <laughs> so Why do jealous. Some people sleep so deeply? Because I swear if someone walked into my bedroom, I'd be like, like a meerkat. Oh, yeah. And other people, you could like set oh, up a marching you band could and they just yeah, snore you could the way through it. Once I'm down, you well, could hoover around me. I would say, Abby, <laughs> in your case, because you're working shifts and yeah. your sleep patterns 
far from ideal mm. work to be done, perhaps, on a, you know, to improve things. Until you do, you're not probably getting to deep sleep. And, and, um, and, and racing mind syndrome is another one that can stop you from falling asleep. So I, that's where I come in. That's what I'm good at. But, you know, there, there's the, the, the additional issue of, of when you see people who can fall asleep really beautifully and effortlessly and it's so annoying if it's a partner or something that they just seem to close <laughs> their really eyes really and loudly. they already look like they're asleep yeah they, they and what's happening really if you look into it and look at you know if you wire them up you'll see that they're not trying to sleep that's what stops sleeping happening yeah People who try to sleep are all the ones that get insomnia so mm-hmm. sleep is an effortless thing they just when they when they think they want to go to sleep they close their eyes and they're ready and they they're ready to <laughs> feel good so they relax they're not asleep. They look already like they are asleep, and I'm they're sinking sure deeper asleep. by the minute. But they're not actually asleep if you measure it. They're just getting so deliciously relaxed they don't uh, care, and they don't want you to wake them up. They're annoyed. Yes. What did you wake me up for? Actually, they're not asleep yet, but they are so relaxed they don't care. Yeah. Now to get to the state of beyond caring is in fact the same as the hypnotic trance state when you're in the state of not, not caring. Are you going to hypnotise us today? Well, you might be in hypnosis already. <laughs> Tell someone to fall in love with you, like if you wanted to. I know you like ethically. That's I, think, wrong. I think that ethically that's probably wrong. But then you know, we all, if we're honest, you know, you find someone you like, you'll do everything you can to make them fall in love with you, right? Yeah, have you ever tried to hypnotize someone into falling if in love? If I with send you? someone, no. To, if, 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 if <laughs> I, the correct right, answer. are you doing it now? I've got a plan. If I send someone to you on the pretense that you're going to help them sleep, but actually you're going to hypnotize them to fall in love with me. How much I say again, ethically, I'd have a problem with that. <laughs> you You're must love Laura. No, I need to help that. Can you hypnotise well, someone to being a nicer person? I see people who want to be less volatile, who want to be less you know, explosive, reactive, have temper issues. Mm. Can you hypnotise someone to get rid of arachnophobia? Yes. Mm. I don't do that very often because although I've done that quite a bit years ago, uh, that's probably one of the rarest things to come through my door. Really? I think lots of people have a phobia, mm-hmm. but I think if you really want to solve that, you just have to go to the either depends what country you're in, but here it would be the London Zoo, and they've <laughs> got the most brilliant arachnophobia um, unit Didn't where they? you will get to know spiders in a wonderful way and no longer fear them. Oh, that's I cool. don't think I could ever. Advert for the London Zoo. <laughs> I don't think I could ever go get over the spiders. Maybe they'll tickets now. I live alone yeah. and I had a spider in my flat for a month because no one came and saved me. And it was under a jar for a month. It okay. t- died a very slow, long, painful death. Because Laura's mean, well, mean woman. Arachnophobia is the, the worst. So how, talk, let's, we've talked about sleep a lot. Let's talk about the hypnosis side of things. Okay, so... Did you hypnotise Adele? Oh, yeah, let's talk about your client list. I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> you, you know. You've got a lot of people out of smoking, right? I help lots of people make changes. So I'll start with people who have issues with smoking, mm-hmm. and then I'll help people who have, I don't know, stage nerves. I see actors. I see all sorts of people for issues some of whom have sleep difficulties because, of course, if you know you're going to go and you fear you're going to die on stage the next day, they, they probably aren't going to sleep very well either. Yeah, um, I could have used that. <laughs> there you are. Abby, we, we used to be in musical theatre together and Abby used to take a bottle of vodka. Once. 
She's making it sound like I did it like Quite every day. So instead of so instead of a water bottle, it would be full of vodka. It was for the X Factor audition, and we okay. got through to boot camp. So the this marvels is, this of is a clear liquid. Yeah. yeah, looks like water. It's amazing. So what are the key- <laughs> alcohol? By the way, is one of the worst things that can really mess your sleep up. Really, because yeah. a lot of people drink a glass of wine because they think it helps them sleep. Mm. It can, occasionally, it can do. look, occasionally a glass of wine can be very nice, particularly with a meal. I feel like a wine but if it becomes the 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 thing the drink the the, the habit that you need to sleep actually it starts to d- damage what's known as sleep architecture oh and sleep architecture goes back to this sleep cycle thing and and alcohol stops you from going as deep so you don't get as much deep sleep and it makes you surface nearer more you know, come up to consciousness in the night rather than actually feeling as you know that you're sleeping wonderfully right the way through so people come to you if they want to make changes in their life for yeah. hip, hypnosis hypnotherapy what is NLP, it well, called? NLP hypnotherapy so what are the key things that someone would need to do to make a change in their life well first of all I would say they have to really want to do the change you know, if yeah. your partner is sick to death of you and wants you to change and you don't want to change it's probably not going to happen yeah so if it's smoking you know or whatever it's got to be something that you want to achieve secondly i think it's so important to be motivated have uh, to, to be engaged with the process that you're doing it if you're going to 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 somebody who's supposedly going to change you and you're not going to do anything as well with it. If it you know, it's not, you're not going to see uh, someone to have your nails done. I need my nails done. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, are they done? Is it done? Will they, how long will these last? Is it going to be, you know, what if, they, what if I chip? Can I bring it back? You know, it, it's sort of the ownership is, I always say to people, who, when they say, I hope it works, I pull them up immediately. For, I'm not talking about sleep so much, but I hope it works is... Is the is is the the alarm system? And I go, wait a wait a minute. You know, the most powerful letter in the alphabet for achieving successful human change is hidden in the word it, in the word it, and it's not I. the letter T exactly. Now I got the reason I'm sitting in front of you as a sleep coach yeah. is because people wanted me to hypnotize them to sleep better. Yeah, and in my opinion, just hypnosis or hypnotherapy isn't effective enough an outcome it means lots of people won't be successful okay i think the most successful way is to help people to sleep better is to teach them techniques as well as i often do hypnotize them as well or you know as part of the process Mm -hmm. because some people have never felt relaxed literally some people either can't or just they never they've just never had the opportunity to 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 feel so relaxed that they could just fall asleep so easily. So you see, when if you describe your boyfriend or whoever falling asleep, <laughs> they close their eyes, they relax, Not and before you know it, they're on their way. They're just on. It's the one I'm sending you. Oh, they're on their way. So, so I will teach them in every way I can, both how to get so relaxed you don't care. That's a really important place to get mm. to. Then how to step out of the washing machine of the mind. Yeah. which is you know, the bread sock, the blue sock. What did you say? Why did you say that? I thought that already a moment ago. Oh, there he is. I'm still thinking about what this he said. This is why Audible really works for me, isn't it? Because it's the it only takes thing that switches you out. You out. Yeah. But if, I mean, look, some people have to sleep with the radio on all night or Audible or um, 
I mean, I personally don't think you should have any technology in the bedroom at all, which so, is odd because so I... So leave your phone... People say leave your phone in the kitchen or something, I'd be afraid they? that I wouldn't wake up, like, when your alarm went off or something. Well, because your phone is your alarm, right, yeah. Abby? Yes, exactly. So you have to get your own old-school alarm clock. Get a real alarm clock. I really struggle Problem with alarms. I can, I can sleep for an alarm for an oh, hour. Well, to the point where if you I... You mean ha- that phone alarm? You yeah. That, that shouldn't be in the bedroom, to the point where I have to get my mum if I have to be somewhere I have to get my mum to ring me because I'll know I'll sleep through it it's that impressive okay but when that's by your bed ticking silently as your alarm clock is it going to make a beeping whirring buzzing noise if you get an important text coming through or a like no or it goes on silence but I guess there you is set like, it to silence there's a light there is hope for you yet yeah, <laughs> that's something. There's still a, when you get receive a message though, or even like a notification on Instagram. There's light. It lights up, but I put it down. But I guess there's still light coming through. That's the trouble. You see, do you know what they've done research on smartphones, that Android and iPhones and everything, and what they've found is that wired up in, with an MRI scan, even looking at one, just the shape of one, it could be a piece of rock. Just <laughs> looking at one on the table makes your brain go like as though someone just said to you hello really do you know what because you think what it can do that's it my phone's not in my bedroom anymore I don't think it's unbelievable what they do to your head just by seeing them I don't think I could not go to bed with that next to me also I always want to look what time it is you know if you can't sleep I'm like oh what time it is now I wonder how much time has passed you look at your alarm clock that is facing the other way so that you can't see it easily you shouldn't be looking at the clock the whole time clock watching is not a no-no so yeah. you know you should should it would be helpful to learn not to be interested in just time you go to bed hypothetically at the right time well, look I said have a re- regular pattern sometimes you know you're going to go out on Friday night. you're going to get trashed you're going to have a life have fun go out live and then you know come back disheveled whatever time or whenever it was and then get back to the pattern you know, mm. you've, got, you know, you've got to have a life but the point is you're coming back to regularity as quickly as you can it's not the end of fun as you know it it's the beginning of good sleep and feeling good almost all the time mm. and then can going you... out and getting trashed and feeling like death and then getting back to the yesterday. pattern again yeah. <laughs> I didn't, feel, didn't feel good about myself yesterday <laughs> did you have a good time though? no it was not oh. worth it it wasn't even worth it I felt really old oh dear. I was in a club all, I, was, I didn't know people went to clubs anymore. I didn't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I got to about one o'clock and I was like, I want my slippers. I want to be in bed, even though I hate bed. <laughs> I was like, this is better than this bed at night. <laughs> so unless so you get you... lucky, nothing good happens after two. <laughs> even then, it's never any good. Yeah. <laughs> it's never as good as you thought it would be. <laughs> even then, it's so much better to be in bed on your own. Um, yeah. So, Go out Max, you, I want to know about your book. Oh yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about it. I want to read it. Where, where I feel I like it? I need to. Okay. I actually really want to read it now. You've like you've yeah, sold. I think you'll to enjoy us. it actually. So you've there's got a couple of books a, out already, yeah. haven't you? I've got a book on 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 finding yourself to help yourself called Self Help. It's, it's really about finding your so inner most self. So that's not just about sleep. That's about no. That that's a book actually. It's it's not that recent. It's about five years or so. It's gone past since I wrote it. Yeah. It's a different kind of book. This book is about sleep. And really, it's it's called How to Sleep. That's the title. It's called How <laughs> to Sleep. It take a long time to... I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, it took me ages to come up with that yeah. title. <laughs> I had help. But it's, it, I've got it. it's, it's coming out in the summer with Penguin Random House. Oh, nice. Cool. So it's a proper publisher. And there's a whole section on it on how not to sleep. 
I thought oh, it would be good yes. to I actually to really ide- you know, see say, what this is what you're doing not you're to do. Yeah. In fact, it's nearly all the things that you do. <laughs> Does it come an audible version so I can listen? It will. I haven't recorded it yet. I'm still editing the editing, actually. As far as I know, I think we're signing it signed off, but it's still being tweaked. But, it, you know, I'm so gonna, when does that come be, out, do you think? I think it comes out in time for the summer. And then there'll be other things that I'll be doing. I'm going to do uh, how to sleep events and things based on this so that people can come along and just learn in a short amount of time how to accelerate the quality of their sleep. Yeah. There are some techniques and things I can teach. Because I'm starting to learn how important sleep is. Good sleep. Yeah. Or even rest. Even getting more rest. You know, that's the thing. If you're lying in bed and go, I'm not asleep yet. Oh, God, I'm not asleep yet. It's important that's to slow in down. In the way. To, Relax. Yeah. Enjoy being in bed. Enjoy feeling the feeling and your breathing. Not being in so much your head. There's, there's things I would encourage you to do. So do you want me to teach you something? Yes. <laughs> Please um, visit my, I've got a website called thesleepcoach.co.uk, thesleepcoach. Okay. And if you go to thesleepcoach.co.uk, you can find that you can get a free relaxing hypnotic download that and is like this. I was going to say that. You can get one. Send me to to just go and get, and anyone listening, if they can get one. Can you one. download it on your phone? You can download it. It will play on your phone, I think. I was going to say, I can't have my phone in my bedroom. <laughs> no, you know, it, it's more for the fun of learning how to do it. Yeah. I personally think that ultimately the key to your great sleep is learning how to relax. Learning how to nap, if you're not an insomniac, is a great thing. And if you've improved your sleep, everyone can have a little nap occasionally. Um it's obviously not, I don't think, I make these things that are, are wonderful to listen to. I hope they are. People most, I like making them, but I think people enjoy them. Well, you've got a lovely voice to listen well, to. Well, thank you. I think thank it's you. your right. but a talent. It's not, uh, thank you. It's not normal, though, to listen to things in order to sleep. Um, but then again, some people, who's normal? I mean, some people love to listen to the shipping forecast, you know, at night. What's <laughs> uh, the shipping forecast? You know, it's, well, it's where you hear someone describing what the weather's going to be like out in the Atlantic. Or uh, the shipping forecast, you know. Maybe the that would send me to shipping forecast. Well, there are different things some people like to listen to radio for. I don't think there are many people listening to Kiss FM, but maybe there are. <laughs> or whatever, Radio Station or Radio 1 or, you know. Um, but... You know, if if it helps you to relax enough to fall asleep, then if you have headphones on or earplugs and they're not wrapped around your neck, then you can get rid of them and just sort of put them aside. If you're so relaxed, then it should be easy to fall asleep without anything, you know, if you're in a relaxed state. Sometimes it's good to have a hot bath or, you know, a shower or, you know, to, to, to feel hot and get into bed and cool down. Because the body needs, that's what encourages that sort of letting go feeling as well, to sort of feel your body cooling. Oh, really? But learning this sort of sequence, I, t- I call this the ABC of better sleep. It's a thing I teach. Uh, I did a sort of cut-down version for you, but the sort of essence is there, the eyes relaxing. I do a sort of autogenic, um, what I call mindfulness-based autogenic sleep training, which is the essence of this, which is very simply learning how to not be in your head, which is why you enjoyed it. You sort of just felt stuff more Mm -hmm. than... So you're getting to 50-50, or perhaps even maybe... 70 or 80% in your body and hardly in your head at all. And that's where you're in that sort of wonderful feeling like you're drifting. So that's, that's you know, what most people do naturally if they're not what I call overthinking the overthinking or doing the checkup from the neck up. Because, you know, between the overstimulation of technology and too much light and 
and the list making and the caffeine that we might have had too late in the day. And What's you know. a good time to stop having caffeine? Well, if you're going to bed, I would say, uh, well, let's say, I'd say I put it as eight hours. Uh, caffeine has what's known as a half-life, which means that, you know, uh, roughly it's, it lasts full strength three hours and another three hours it continues at half strength. Although I think that, again, some people are more sensitive to it and probably it's safer to say an eight-hour Oh, length. Wow. So, you know, That's for me, <laughs> two o'clock, if I want to go to bed. At, Even a cup know, of midnight, tea? I think tea is gentler. Yeah. So I think, that, you know, you could probably have your last cup of tea four or five o'clock. But I do think that there is caffeine. There I have it, I have it right yeah. up until like 11. Is that well, right? That's probably why you're not feeling sleep. sleepy because you have a stimulant. I, I did switch to decaf though, but like you said, it's still got caffeine in it. Well, I think it? decaf teas can't have much caffeine. It's very low caffeine so that's not herb <laughs> teas would be better okay just sipping water but not so much at night more in the day there's so many little subtle things that we can do right or get wrong yeah um but you know regular exercise you know in the day <laughs> or in the so evening much. but She's not 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 too late so that you know three hours for the body to recover from oh, i go to the gym at like 10 o'clock at night but again, that's going to make your metabolism rev and run hot and therefore... And then you eat at like 12. And if you're eating at 12, you're probably not going to be even remotely ready for sleep from those behaviours until, I don't know, one or two. Yeah, which is what my problem is. Yeah. So if you learn to eat earlier and exercise sort of six, seven okay. at night, um, you know, the early evening... Just really enjoy the night time. I hate the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, the night time's wonderful, and you should enjoy it. You know, but well, the fun but if stuff you want the best of both worlds, and we're all told we can have everything, <laughs> you know, then I think you've got to work out a happy meal. You've got to work out. You know, if I want good sleep, I need to do these things, and it's just a balancing act, really. But so many of the things we do wrong without knowing they're even wrong. You know, even sugar, even too much. Chocolate at Ooh, night can that's be another thing. I can be another classic. I eat so much chocolate. I had four cream eggs in one sitting. Is that a lot? Well, again, that's going to it's energy. So you're going to feel energized before going to sleep. Ooh. Yeah, I'm doing everything. Probably wrong. fine if you're in a relationship, <laughs> which I'm not. But then you probably don't want to get too energized. <laughs> it's a okay. difficult balance, I know. <laughs> On that note, thank you for coming on today. Well, listen, ladies, it's been, Laura, it's been really a pleasure, and Abby, for, thank you for inviting I, me I on. I hope you've helped some of my audience. Some I hope so, too. To There's an email on my website. Anyone who's got a question or wants to ask, just email me. What's your email? Me. Well, you can either email me at max at the sleep coach is the best, or max at the sleep coach .co .uk. Okay, there you go, guys. And have you got a Twitter, Facebook, anything like that? Do you know, I actually have. My Twitter feed is mm -hmm. the sleep coach. It's the sleep coach. That's my Twitter. Oh, sleep the coach. sleep coach. Oh, that's good. At the sleep Easy coach. one to Easy. remember. At the sleep coach. So you can find Max on Twitter at the sleep coach, yeah. right? Yeah, please do. And if you and, have and please any get the download. It's free for anyone who wants it. Okay. There's others that are obviously a bit more, but this is one I, I made to give you a pleasant experience for relaxing. I mean, I'm going to download that tonight. Yeah, me too. Thank Good. you. I'll, I'll let you know how. I'll slide into your DMs and let you know. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Laura. <laughs> Thank and you Abby. for coming. You've yeah. been great. It's been really a pleasure to meet you both. Thank and you. guys, we will see you next week for another podcast. So, Laura, 
Laura and Abby, well, I, I just, you did say just a second ago that you'd quite like me to, do, to show you something that you can both do. So, right, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So I want you to close your eyes, both of you. I want you to move. So feel free to join yes, in Laura. with this, guys. Okay. <laughs> Not if you're and driving for any car. listeners, obviously, this is something that I'm doing right now. And if you're driving a car... If you're doing anything like operating machinery, this is probably nails. not something you want to do until you're in a safe environment, preferably where you can either sit down or lie down in a safe situation. Okay. Okay? I had to say that. So taking that into account, I want you just to now close your eyes, and I want you to move your attention up through your body to the lids of your eyes. I want you to relax the tiny little muscles in your eyelids, you know, the ones you normally use for blinking and uh, squinting. And I want you to relax the tiny little muscles. And keeping them relaxed, Laura and Abby, I want you to, just using your eyebrows, test that they won't work. Wiggle an eyebrow or two without moving the lids. Just making sure that they're totally relaxed. Yeah, a couple of flicks each so they don't work good. And then you're going to stop testing and let your eyelids relax a little bit more now. Which means you're just letting them become more and more comfortable underneath the lids of your eyes. And while they're growing more comfortable as I'm talking to you now, while that lovely feeling increases, the more you relax them, you're going to find that every time that you go to bed, preferably at the right time, the regular time, you're going to find that almost as soon as you've got into bed and got comfortable, in the position that you most feel comfortable in, by the time you've got your head on the pillow and everything is right, the lights are out, and you're ready, you're going to do this very thing. You're going to relax your eyelids and keeping them relaxed like this. You're going to test them, making sure that your eyebrows wiggle a few times, but that's it, just your eyebrows. Then you let that lovely feeling happen underneath your eyelids again. And as they grow more comfortable underneath your eyelids, you can also start to enjoy taking a long, deep breath all the way up, up, up to the top of your head. And you get to the top, hold the breath, wait for the oxygen you've just pulled in, up into your mind, so that when you slowly release that breath, you can relax every muscle in your face, not just your eyelids, relaxing, but relaxing from your forehead down. So that means not just down through your face but behind your face both of you Lara and Abby relaxing even behind your eyes but relaxing literally behind your eyes relaxing and relaxing down to your mouth relax your mouth your jaw yeah, your teeth slightly parted but through to the back of your neck and whatever position you're in you can start to let your own breath the in breath be the releasing point as you let it go to allow every muscle down your back to relax and all the muscles in your shoulders. All of the tension of the day can fall away. From your shoulders, dropping down those arms. Let those arms go heavy. Both sides. That's right, all the way down. And the entire length of your back, upper back, middle back, all the way down like a slow-moving wave. Relaxing all the way down. So that at the same time that you're relaxing, you're also enjoying the feeling of each breath becoming more natural and slowing down, becoming more shallow and more automatic. If you're lying down, it means that you'll notice your breath starting to happen more from your abdomen, your stomach, the rise and fall. Each time it falls, you're letting go even down those arms, let those arms heavy all the way down your arms. 
and all the way down through the elbows, forearms, and then start all the hidden tension, Laura, that we carry without even knowing it. And Abby, all the hidden tension all the way down your arms, through your wrists and out of your hands and fingers, all the way down to your fingertips. And all the way down the entire length of your back, down through your waist, through your hips, and then out through your legs. That means they can relax. Whether you're supported and all that, just all the limbs become heavy as you're becoming more and more deliciously relaxed and focusing beneath eye level. You see, above eye level is what kept you awake. But when you look as though you're hollow, looking down from your eyes through your body as though you can see through yourself all the way down, every part relaxing more easily, you find that you're letting go with every breath, breath slowing down to about six breaths a minute, literally one every ten seconds. So it becomes an in-breath for about five seconds and an out-breath as you let go. Each releasing breath, slowing down, allowing you to become more and more deliciously relaxed. And every time that you do this, every time, even if you wake in the night, you fall back asleep this way. And every night you close your eyes on the pillow and you're ready to go, you find it so easy to do from your eyes with the breath, the feeling underneath your eyelids once they've relaxed, the eyebrow wiggle tested them. And then you let go with each releasing breath through your body. It's all about letting go through your body. Now, and it's always now when you let go deeper, every night falling asleep. And you're going to find that in your daily waking life you get more done. As you rest more deeply, you have a clearer mind. And whether you're getting it the right amount or just enough, you get more sleep than you used to. And you love sleeping. And stealing sleep when you can if you're working unusual hours. And you find that now, instead of saying I have to have eight hours, you say I need 56 and I'll get them whatever way I can. Mostly the regularity of your sleep is what you love. Regular, delicious sleep and clear mind in the morning. One, noticing how good you feel. Two, probably feeling better than you felt already for days, maybe weeks. Probably months, feeling better by the moment, four, five, and six. Feeling really good, energy flowing, seven, and feeling great on eight. And feeling so much better as you come back up, aware of my voice nine, and then surfacing, feeling wonderfully good, eyes open on ten. <laughs> <laughs>